Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Amen. Amen. And join me in welcoming our TV and online audience. Um, welcome. And if you are ever in the Colorado Springs area, this is the place to be. God is here. And there are wonderful people to welcome you. Amen. And also for those online, um, yeah, there's, an on, there's a purpose for TV, there's a purpose for online, but there is nothing like being in the presence of God together with other believers. Amen. So if you are online, please, and you are local, we encourage you uh, to come and let us worship together. Amen. Don't be afraid. David said, I was glad, Psalm 122 verse 1, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the presence of God. All right, let's get into our Bible lesson. Romans chapter 8 verse 29. Romans chapter 8 verse 29. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Romans 8 verse 29. Our identification with Christ. Romans 8 29. So he says, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called, whom he called, these he also justified, and whom he justified, these he also glorified. You see, God has ordained... Uh, for us, he says to be conformed to the image of his son. He's ordained for us to be conformed to the image of his son. In Matthew chapter 5 verse 14, and he say, um, in Matthew chapter 5 verse 14, the Bible says that you are the light of the world. But the good news is, Jesus Christ came. So you were not there when Adam did all that he did. <laughs> uh, one time someone was telling me that if they, if they ever see Adam in heaven, they will, they will have a, some serious talk with him. <laughs> but, but, but you see, because he, he says that in Romans chapter 5, follow this very carefully because this is the foundation of our he says in Romans chapter 5, verse 12, he says that therefore, just as one, through one man, sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come. Death spread to all men. Death reigned from Adam to Moses. So when it got to Moses' time, God brought in all those sacrifices and rituals and dead seas what that meant is that spiritual death did not i mean that it was covered they were covered it was just a temporary system that was put in place before jesus christ came 
But verse 15 says, But the free gift is not like the offense, for if by one man's offense many die. You are not there, but from a, from a legal standpoint, you died in Adam. Key issue. But much more, the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. So because of what Adam did, the whole human race was identified with him. With him. No one could escape from it. Then when Jesus Christ came, you see, Jesus Christ came, did all these miracles, all the things that we read about. But if he had ended there, uh, no one could have been born again. We just went through the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But on the cross, when he hung on the cross, the Bible says, again, you and I were not there with him, but the Bible says that we died with him. Romans chapter 6, verse 8. Thank you, Lord. Romans chapter 6, verse 8. He says, now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. If we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with Christ. So on the cross, when Jesus Christ hung on there, even before you got here, from a legal standpoint, you died with the Lord Jesus Christ. And what happened on the cross? Notice again in 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 11. He says, this is a faithful saying. For if we died with him, we shall also live with him. Please. <laughs> if we died with the Lord Jesus Christ, he's saying that we shall also live with him. So on the cross, all the sin, the sin that Adam had committed was Jesus Christ paid for that on the cross. Notice what the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah 53. Let me read it from the classic Amplified. Isaiah 53 from verse 4. He says, Surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses, and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God as if with leprosy. Verse 5 says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities, the chastisements needful to obtain peace. 
and well-being for us was upon him and with the stripes that wounded him we are healed and made whole hallelujah he has borne our griefs when did god smite him when he was on the cross Stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God. He carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. You and I were the ones who were supposed to have been there. But when Jesus Christ was on the cross, he paid the penalty. He paid the price for you and I, my Lord and my God. And from a legal standpoint, you and I were identified with him on the cross. We died with him. The punishment, the chastisement necessary to obtain peace and well-being for us was laid upon him. If you can get this in your heart. If you can get this, that will be the end of weakness in your life. If you are, this is talking about people who are children of God. That will be the end of sickness and disease in your life. That will be the end of the enemy tormenting your mind. Peace can only be found in Jesus Christ and when he will hang on the cross. And it was as if you were there with him. My Lord, thank God for his presence. <laughs> and not only that, two, we were buried with him. Buried with him. Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6. Verse 4. Thank you Lord. Romans chapter 6. Verse 4. He says, therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk in newness of life. We were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as he was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk in newness of life. So we were buried with him. That's the second point. The same way when Adam sinned, you were identified with him, even though the, the whole human race was not there. The same way when Jesus Christ died, we were legally buried with him. Colossians chapter 2 verse 12. Colossians 2, verse 12. He says, buried with him. Notice that in all these churches, he, he tries to let them get this. Buried with him in baptism, in which you, are also, you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. 
And then three, you and I were made alive with him. Notice that in all these scriptures, he says, raised him from the dead. We should walk in newness of life. Made alive with him. Colossians chapter 2. Verse 13, he says, and the very next verse, he says, and you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, made alive together with him. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5. Ephesians 2, verse 5. He says, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved. You see, when Jesus Christ left the cross for three days, he suffered the penalty of Adam's transgression. And the Bible says in Acts chapter 2 verse 24, Acts chapter 2 verse 24, he says, he says this, whom God raised up having loosed the pains of death because it was impossible that he should be held by it. For David says concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face. He is at my right hand that I shall not be shaken. Therefore my heart rejoiced and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh also will rest in hope. For you will not leave my soul in Hades, nor will you allow your Holy One to see, your, to see corruption. So he went into the pit of hell, into hell itself. He says, he says, you will not leave me there. And for three days, my Lord and my God, he suffered on our behalf. But the whole time we were identified with him as well. In Acts chapter 13, verse 13, he says, for after this man's seed, according to the promise, God raised up Verse 23, God raised up for Israel a Savior, Jesus Christ. And from verse 33, he says, God has fulfilled this for us, their children, in that he raised up Jesus. As it is written also in the second Psalm, you are my son, today I have begotten you. And that he raised him from the dead, no more to return to corruption. He had spoken thus, I will give you the sure message of David. Therefore he says, it also, he also says in another psalm, you will not allow your holy one to see corruption. 
So right there, before Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, when the claims of justice had been satisfied, Jesus Christ was made born again. He ran from death to life. The first person to be born again so that the Bible calls him the firstborn amongst many brethren. My Lord and my God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 18. Thank you Lord Jesus. He says, and he is the head of the body, the church who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. In all of this. If Jesus hadn't gone there, you and I would have had to go there. But thank God, because he went, anybody that received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior doesn't have to go there. And anybody who rejects what Jesus Christ has done, they are buying their own ticket there. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. That is why we keep preaching. Please. These are, these are eternal issues. Not things to joke with. Thank God Jesus Christ loves us. He went there so I don't have to go. That thought of hell is hell for me itself. I, I, I don't want to go there. <laughs> When Jesus Christ, they were, he was on trial, um, they, kept, they kept, I mean, the people kept saying, yeah, the king asked them, do you want me to release Jesus to you? He said, no, 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 we want Barabbas. And Barabbas was, was sentenced, I mean, according to the law, he, he, he was the one supposed to die. But when Jesus took Barabbas' place, Barabbas went free. When Jesus took our place, my Lord and my God, when he bore our sickness, when he bore our sin, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, you and I went free. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as you are listening or watching wherever you may be, keyboard here or wherever you may be I pray in the mighty name of Jesus any form of captivity that you may be in this morning receive your liberty in the name of the Lord Jesus I said receive your liberty in the name of the Lord Jesus I said receive your liberty in the name of the Lord Jesus Jesus Christ has taken your place yes. Amen. my Lord I sense his presence thank you Lord Jesus where are we? Number four. And not only that, we were raised together with him. The devil, when he realized, I mean, they all got a shock. They thought they had Jesus. The Bible says that had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord Jesus. They thought that this person that was walking on the earth and causing so much trouble, now we have him here, we are not going to let him go. So all the hosts of all the, the devil and his hosts in there try endeavored and try to keep him there. But they had a shock. Oh my Lord and my God. Oh glory. Notice what the Bible says. Please, this is crucial. 
In Colossians chapter 2, verse 15, he says, Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Right there. Oh, they wanted to keep Jesus Christ there. But the Bible says he disarmed the principalities and powers and made a public spectacle of them. Another translation says he put on himself. And those principalities and powers are the same that we have to deal with now. But Jesus with all of them. triumphing over them in it they got a shock right before their eyes jesus was made alive right before their eyes jesus was born again oh and they could not hold him down there so when jesus was raised up from the dead, we were identified with him. It was as if you and I were involved in that battle and had defeated the enemy. Ephesians 2 6. My God. He says, and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in christ jesus raised us up together he raised us up together my lord and my god it was as if you and i were there That's what got the devil concerned. Uh, because I keep saying this. On, on, on that day, one, then Jesus Christ is, is he's still a man in the Godhead. We're talking about this last week. Jesus Christ, the man, the mediator between God and man. But one born again person took on all the hosts of hell and gave them a sound trusting. Now the poor devil is concerned because after Jesus Christ was raised from the dead and went to heaven, all of a sudden he sees Jesus in 3,000 people. The next day, 5,000 people. And now billions all over the world. So the Bible says he knows he has a short time. Oh my Lord and my God. One of, uh, we are getting to the place. Uh, a revival that is going to sweep over the whole land. Oh, we are getting to the place. Sunday morning, I-25 will be packed. Sunday morning will be traffic time. It will be peak time on the street. Because people will realize that the solution is in the house of the Lord. And they will run into the house of the Lord. One person. It was as if you had done it. 
He says he disarmed them, the principalities and the powers. When an army is disarmed or disbanded, that means that all their weapons, he took it away from them. This is talking about from the, from, for the Christian. He disarmed them. So when you discover this, uh, the devil, and you, then when the devil knows that you know that you know, he will stop rubbing your nose in the sun. So long as you don't know, he will keep rubbing your nose in the sand in the face. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see you going from defeat to triumph in the name of Jesus. By the revelation and the light of God's word, you will prevail. Colossians 3.1 Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Notice this. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Oh, my Lord and my God. Mm. He says, you were raised with Christ. So now, seek those things which are above. Where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. <laughs> one time they were threatening one evangelist here in America. They were threatening, they said you are go they are going to kill him. And he said, no, I died already. He threw all those people off. He said, you mean you're alive here? What do you mean you die? He said, I'm, di I'm dead already. <laughs> they left him alone. <laughs> oh, my Lord. My life, your life is hidden with Christ in God. The devil just can't just come and, and, and touch you. No, 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 no. When the children of Israel were going through the wilderness, the Bible uses, the, the, in the psalm, he says, he said to them, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. You are a touch not entity in the earth. I've put a sign in the spirit, touch not. One, one time, somebody in Washington, um, they, had, they, had mowed, they had mowed the, the, the lawn very, very nicely. And they put a sign up and said, gentlemen will not and others will not trespass on this lawn. I said, that's good. I put a sign in the spirit. My body is the temple of the living God. I am a child of the most high God. Ah, my body is not meant for sickness and disease. I have the mind of Christ, not meant for depression and anxiety and fear. So in the mighty name of Jesus, gentlemen will not, others must not, and devil, this includes you. That sign is up there. You are a touch not entity in the earth. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then five, you are seated. We are seated with him. Seated with him. In Ephesians chapter 2. Thank you, Lord. Verse 6, it says, and raised us up together and made sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I may be walking down here, but positionally I am seated far above. All principality and power. You may be walking down here, but thanks be to God, you are man for the top. You are seated with Christ Jesus. Oh, so mind those things up there. And as you mind those things up there, God will take your life and use it for his glory. That seat is the highest place of power in the universe. And I am identified. You are identified with Christ Jesus. And you are seated with Christ Jesus in heavenly places. Where is that? Far above. Ephesians 1, 20 to 23. Those principalities and powers. He says, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Far above. All principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this age but also in that which is to come. My God. So that. With all of this, what is our response to all of this? You see, when Jesus Christ came into the world, he knew who he was. Once you know who you are, and you know the fact that you are identified with the Lord Jesus Christ, What is our response? Our response now is the Lord take my life and glorify yourself with it. Take your, my life. And glorify yourself through it. Because as he is, so are we in this world. My God. I just love Jesus. The whole reason for redemption and for what Jesus Christ did was so that we will be conformed to his image. We will be like the Lord Jesus Christ. When you discover that, 
you, 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 you won't get there overnight. But begin to meditate and think on that. When you step at the workplace tomorrow, just say, Lord Jesus, take my life and glorify yourself through it. First John 4, 17 says, Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. That's where our confidence comes from. That's what put a spring in your stand. Jesus is up there. But he, he manifests himself in the earth through you and I. So our response is, now Lord, take my life and do something with it. Take my life and glorify yourself. Jesus knew who he was. But notice what he said in Luke chapter 22, verse 27. He says, For he who is greater, he who sits at the table, or he who says, Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet, I am among you as the one who says. So I know I am, a I, I am the son of the living God. I am a child of God. But, I am among you as one who says. I know. I am a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. Joint means that whatever he inherited, I also inherited. If you have a joint account, my wife and I will have a joint account. Everything in there belongs to her. And she does an awesome job drawing out of it. <laughs> <laughs> But everything belongs to, I mean, it belongs to us. I know I am a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. But I am here to serve the living God. I am here. My life is yielded to the Lord. My Lord and my among you as one who says John chapter 5 verse 19 then Jesus answered and said to them most assuredly I say to you the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do for whatever he does the son also does 
in like manner. And he said he's here to do the will of the Father. Life gets interesting when you make a decision to serve the Lord, to yield your life to the Lord. And you don't have to be a pastor to serve God. No. Uh, the Job was called a servant of the Lord and he was a business person. He was a farmer. Abraham was called a servant of the, all these people. Daniel technically was a vice president in Babylon. But he still found time to pray three times a day. Because when they said he shouldn't pray, he said, no, 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 you can't. No, there's no way you're not, you're not going to pray. I'm not going to pray. You can do whatever you want. He actually went into his room, opened the window so they could see him praying. Some people have said, me, vice president, or second in command to the king, stand for God. Okay, God, I know you are there. I know you love me. But this is the decree. Um, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> but not Daniel. And you see, there are always a company of people like that in the earth. Thank God I'm looking at a company of people like that this morning. Amen. We will stand for God. In our generation, we will be counted for God. So the decision is to yield our lives to the Lord. You see, here, sometimes you talk about persecution. We, we, I mean, you haven't seen persecution yet. Other parts of the world they go through great difficulty. I experienced persecution very early in my faith. But, and, and, and I found a verse, we found a verse in, in, um, in Acts where the, where the disciples, the apostles, when they were persecuted, they said they went away rejoicing that they were counted worthy to be persecuted for the Lord. There's a generation of people who have a backbone in the air. They were whipping us in high school for serving the Lord. They threatened to throw me out of the high school. You can do whatever you want, but I won't stop serving God. But they couldn't throw me out because I was smart. And we were some of the brightest students on the campus. And we were representing the school in, 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 in national quizzes. For if you throw us out, your talent is going with it. <laughs> so you can't throw me out. They asked me to represent the school in those one of those. I said, no, I don't have time. I'm busy with God's work. I'm, I'm busy. Oh, my Lord. I was, I was 17, 18. No, no, no. This in and out Christianity won't help you. Be solid. Be grounded. Oh, man. Preaching, teaching, doing God's work. 
I wasn't glad I wasn't a pastor, no. I technically I was because I was a pastor of the campus group. But I was busy for God. God first, everything else second. And sometimes people were laughing at us. Those people that were laughing at us do, do back then, they didn't know that. No, it's before. The people that came to join our train, some of them now are pastors. For those, if you knew, we are back to where we started. You are meant for the top. Let's go back there. The scripture that we started with. I like how the Spirit of God does it. That's the memory verse for today. Remember memory verse? Yeah, I remember memory verse. I won't forget it. You go to church. You have a memory verse. When you leave church today, you say, what did the pastor say? Ah, I don't know what he said. He said something. This is the memory verse. <laughs> what did he talk about? For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, this he also called. Whom he called, this he also justified. And whom he justified, this he also in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus every trace of shame in your life may God turn it around for his glory oh glory It's just fun to serve God. One time in 2 Samuel, I'll wrap up with that. Chapter 9. Mephibosheth was in the land of Lodibar, which means the land of no pasture. Lonely, ostracized, forgotten. Then David being covenant-minded said... Look, Jonathan and I had a covenant. Is there anyone of the house of Saul that I may show kindness to? They said there is somebody there who is forgotten, down, hopeless. David said, go and bring him. Oh, they brought Mephibosheth. That was his last day of being lonely. That was his last day of abiding in a land of no pastor. He was brought to the king's table. In a way, that's what Romans chapter 8, verse 29 is saying. We, we were nobody. Even Gentiles outside the covenant. God picked us up. And made us sit together. With Christ in heavenly places. So even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. 
For you are with me, your rod and your staff. It comforts me. You will not be found in the valley anymore. Don't camp out in the valley. That's where the problem is. He lifts up the poor from the dunghill that he may make him to make them to sit with princes. That was Mephibosheth's last day of being in a land of no pastor. We have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. That means that darkness no longer has dominion over us. Somebody will experience a change of position this month. I said someone will experience a change of position for the better. In the name of the Lord Jesus. But then, we make that choice. We make that decision. That in the light of all that Lord you have done for us. something with it. So many people don't know this good news. That's what my life is about. That's what our lives are about. Lord, take our lives. Glorify yourself through it. Make yourself known through our so he goes on to say that now we don't live for ourselves. We live for the one who died and rose for us. Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ. I was identified with him. It is no longer I who live. Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me let's pray we trust this podcast was a blessing subscribe for more messages like these if you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today we would love to hear from you Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.